You are now tuned in to the Addicted to Success.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next level game changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on Addicted to Success.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. Today, we have Amazon's youngest best-selling author, Jake Ducey. Check this out. He was discovered shortly after literally falling off a cliff. And I'm going to ask you about this, Jake. This is crazy, right? His, his book, The Purpose Principle, How to Draw More Meaning into Your Life, has just launched. And I just actually had a chat with Jake before this, and, and he's got a really cool vibe to him. He, he reminds me of kind of like a surfy dude, but like a motivational surfy dude. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jake Ducey, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. Thank you for having me. Excellent, man. Excellent. So, Jake, tell us a little bit about this book, man. You just launched it, The Purpose Principle, and uh, I'm really interested to hear a little bit about, you know, what what's your angle? What are you working with right now? Yeah, well, it's the book I wanted to write for the last five years, and I was 19 and had dropped out of school wrote another wrote a, a different book about traveling and my experience falling which I'm sure we'll get into and I I was fascinated as a 19 year old when I realized like that you know that saying most of us are gambling on the biggest risk of all and that's the bet that one day then we can do what we want well my one day was coming in the routine of going and studying subjects I didn't want to learn and I wasn't didn't feel I was being prepped for my life and I was always curious, like, what are the common threads between today's biggest achievers and difference makers? Like, what do they have in common? Because I didn't believe that they just had this, like, genetic superiority over <laughs> the rest of the population. And I wanted to know what those things were. I wanted to know, does Laird Hamilton, who surfs 100-foot waves, like, arguably the greatest big wave surfer ever, does he get scared? Is is Taylor Swift some like, was she engineered in a lab or was she just like a normal girl that did certain <laughs> things that made her successful? You know, what are these stories? We see the glamour of success, but we often, I hadn't found what were the steps, all the things before there, the challenges, the constant failures. So the purpose principles is me exploring those into these different principles that I distilled for these common create these common tra traits and characteristics and so it's these unfamiliar stories of today's familiar faces I think often I was reading really inspirational books but about stories of dead people and I wanted the context of people that I was seeing in everyday life in the media and um, or people humanitarians that have influenced the 21st century. So that's what the book is is about is exploring those principles That's excellent, man. And you know, I think that question uh, it, it comes up quite a lot in a lot of people's lives, too So it's great that you're looking into that and you're looking at a way to answer it. and did you what did you discover in that process? Because I'm curious as well, you know that it, it kind of feels like maybe some people naturally have those skills and abilities and, and they can pick up on it very quickly and then you have others where they've got to work hard and hustle at it but 
at the end of the day, if they're, if they're willing to put in the work and hustle hard at it, they're probably going to build skills in other areas that these other people aren't building too, right? Yeah, that's really what I found. I, I found that it's clear that personally, I'm a writer. I, I was inspired by Jack Canfield, created the Chicken Soup for the Soul books. His book, The Success Principles, was a book as a 19-year-old, I'm now 23, that really inspired me to get into writing. So he ended up writing the foreword to the, the, my book, The Success Principles, and, or The Purpose Principles. And what I learned from him is that's a guy that was, he was totally ordinary. He was making, you know, just enough money to live being a teacher. And he, he was like 38 and like broke, like, you know, had no, like it was not where he wanted to go next. And they were denied by 144 publishing companies, um, and so eventually everything takes off for them and he's like in the Guinness Book of World Records for most books on the New York Times bestseller list at one time, touched hundreds of millions of people's lives, write, writes this book, The Success Principles, by recognizing SW, 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 SW. Some will say yes, some will say no, so what, someone's waiting, and someone waiting was me, a 19-year-old, many years later, after this guy followed these certain principles of writing his goals down, clearly taking action in spite of fear, asking for what he wanted, and then me reading this book, I, I, decide I'll play his game of writing goals down, even though I was like, eh, I don't know, believe it, write your goals down. And so I decided I'd play the game, and number nine was to meet and be in, in, endorsed by Jack. And that was not a realistic thing. And, and one day I got a phone call, and it was my friend. They said, you need to come to this event. Jack's going to be emceeing it. So I dressed up and headed out there to Hollywood and First thing I realized when I got in there were two things, both negative. You aren't dressed up to be in a corduroy suit that's wrinkled <laughs> blue undershirt. I wasn't dressed up. And two, there were 600 people there. How was I going to meet this guy? Well, I remembered these common characteristics. Like it's about taking action in spite of fear. So after this event's going on, I'm on the second floor sitting at this little circular table and Jack's down at the center ballroom of this whole thing, emceeing it, and eventually he goes to dinner to go take a seat. And I'm like, okay, this is my chance. I'm gonna run up and talk to him. Like 10 seconds of courage and I head up there and I introduce myself. Hi, Jack, my name's Jake Ducey. I'm 19, I wrote this book. You inspired it. How did I inspire it? Well, in your book, you say SW, 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 SW. Ask for what you want. Some will, some won't. So what? Someone's waiting. When someone says no, you say next. And I just went on and on. And he started laughing. And he's like, you should meet my wife. So he turns to the woman next to him. It turns out we have these common threads where his wife and my mom knew each other, went to high school together. And I'm like, yeah, this okay. This is going great. It's going to create the rapport to you know develop a, a friendship. And... Then the waiter comes to the table to put the food down. I'm like, oh, I didn't get done in time. I need to be respectful and go back to my table. And I start to like wrap the conversation and I turn around and he's like, are you going to eat that? I'm like, what? I was so excited. I didn't realize the seat to his was empty. 
there was no one sitting there out of this place with 600 people the whole ballroom's full jacks the mc like you know soup the famous dude there and he i didn't realize he was inviting me to sit to the seat next to him because the person to his left left early and that's how everything took off and that's how what inspired this book the purpose principles was that specific incident he ended up writing a endorsement for my first book into the wind and wrote the forward to my second one that we're talking about and so i realized like there's a certain magic power in writing your goals down so those are some of the things that i uncovered throughout this book Oh man, I love that story. That's amazing. It's like it's almost like you made it your world, right? By writing it down, focusing on it. I mean, a lot of people like to call it, you know, law of attraction or whatever you want to call it, right? It's it's you you're focusing on that goal and you're putting yourself in the environment to work in your favor, right? And um, yeah, man, that's that's just amazing that Jack. You know, it, it's almost like it was meant to happen. Yeah, well, I think it's so. One of the first. Um, principle is is having a vision you know and um there's a more specifically a part about uh, goals and i think like there's a certain like there's almost this power that we can't describe some people would like would call it a, a mystic would call it magic uh somebody here in in the western world the average 16 year old might be just like that was crazy dude <laughs> like this thing where I didn't, how did I get the impulse the whole time out of like a six hour event with that many people to go at the time that the waiters behind the scenes going to Jack's. And if I was any earlier, there was someone to his left there. Like this whole thing that I don't think I totally understand and I don't think we need to totally understand, but this certain thing where it goes into our, you know, subconscious mind, like they say, psychologists say like 90% of our life is governed by our subconscious mind. And I think when we write things down, it imprints into our subconscious mind. So it does, as you said, become our world. It yeah. can. Yeah. You start unconsciously acting in a way where it's like starts to work for you in your favor for sure. No, that's great, man. It's you've got an endorsement by Jack Canfield, so it doesn't get any better than that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was a cool start for being being a you know just a passionate twenty three year old. So I share that story in that section about goals. Yep. No, that's great, man. That's great, and you find that in the book, which is awesome. So you have to pick a copy up of the Purpose Principle if you're serious about success and finding your purpose. So, what does purpose mean to you? I mean, you've done a lot of like, you know, research into this and, and obviously you've drawn off your own experiences. What do you feel is uh, is purposeful in life and how do you fulfill your purpose? Well, recently, plain and simple, I think I believe our purpose is to find our gift and share it with the world. And I think that purpose to me, purpose, success, I think it's beyond our, you know, anything we can accumulate or purchase or possess. I think it's this feeling of like, wow, like I feel like I'm doing what I'm here to do. I feel, you know, I feel good about myself and good about what I'm doing each day, which is something that, you know, in America at least, uh, they made the Gallup polls that came out in 
fall 2014, and 73%, almost three quarters of Americans reported back being actively disengaged from their work. And the U.S. is estimated to lose $550 billion in productivity, or $550 billion a year due to productivity loss from employees being disengaged or quitting because 2 million Americans quit their jobs every month because they don't like their job. So I think statistically it's showing that like we may have the wrong idea of like what ultimately we can do with our time. Mm. Yeah, you hit, hit the nail on the head with that one. It's true. I mean, productivity, like, can we go into that a little bit? Because we don't cover it too often, actually, in, in the podcast. And it'd be awesome to get your advice on how to be more productive. Yeah, well, I think one of the things I share in my uh, in the purpose principles is is the rule of is the rule of five. And that's something I learned from Jack. And that's how they actually sold their first million copies of Chicken Soup for the Soul, which was a totally unknown book, really small publisher, was the rule of five. Five things that you do every single day to move you closer to your goal, to your purpose, to um, whatever it is, building your business, whether it's a million dollars for financial freedom or whether it's feeding a million people or getting in better shape, five things every single day to move closer to your goal. And they could be, send that email, like one for, for me on the day when I I reached out to you was to reach out to Joel. <laughs> and, and, face, and Facebook was the best route for that. That was a specific thing. And, you know, on, on the other end, there's things that Jack shares like, um, well, before I go to the next, I think that I believe that I found in the book that um, when we can keep something at a measure like five where it's not too much in one day where we get burned out the next day because all of these people, whether it's Will Smith or Jack Canfield or Nelson Mandela, whatever they did, they were consistent in it for a long period of time and they created success out of that. So I think the rule of five, because if you do five things every single day for 365 days a year, that's a whole lot of actions that it doesn't need to take up your whole day if you are working a nine to five and maybe you foresee yourself not there forever. And so you're working on something on the side that is a passion. So the rule of five. And second, I think uh, I found really valuable is a 10 minute rule, like looking at all the things that you need to do and putting a little dot or a mental note next to the ones that are under 10 minutes. Sometimes like I'll have a list of like 30 things and uh, and they would always overwhelm me. God, I have to get all this done today? Like how am I gonna do that? But then I find out like six of them <laughs> take like four minutes each. Send email here, you know, keep mark up your receipts from last travel, like things that don't take any time, but when they're clumped with a bunch of things, they look like they take a lot of time. So the 10 minute rule is going through and looking at your to do's and finding what, you know, may actually take 10, 12, four minutes and marking all those things and just doing them all right on the spot. So those are two tools that I think have, I've found are productive for me and they seem to be Thing, tools that many individuals are using in order to create productivity. But I think at the end of the day, real productivity comes from feeling uh, 
feeling passionate about something due to a why, whether it's like I need to feed my boy or like I think I can change the world or I want freedom so I want to build a million dollar business or I want to feel better about myself so I'm going to run on the treadmill you know, for four, four miles a day. I think the why is, is a really important um, indicator and important thing for productivity. And I think that's a clear indication as to why Simon Sinek is on fire right now in terms of like guys just, he's, he's booked out of the window by companies that they, they recognize the importance of this. People are realizing because we're losing money because of it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Simon. Simon's a pretty amazing guy. I had the chance to bring him onto the Addicted to Success podcast, and uh, you're right, man. It's it's all about the why. And they say, you know, find a why that makes you cry, and that really strong emotional why. Because what happens is, right? I ask people uh, in my coaching sessions, you know, ask them, what is your why? You know, they say they want to achieve something. What is your why? Why do you want to achieve it? And usually they'll just say, oh, because uh, I want to make money. You know. And that's okay. That's no problems. You can say that to begin with. Um, most people do have that as a motive. I know I did when I started addicted to success. But then what happens is it gets a little bit deeper. So what I do is I go five levels deep with them, right? So I say, why? Okay, so why do you want money? Um, because then I'll be able to fund you know, some projects I want to start. All right, why is it important for you to fund your projects? Because I want to run a company... Uh, with this many pro- and why why do you need that many people working for you because I want to be able to reach blah 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 and then you get so so many levels deep and you find the underlying why like the core why and that's really what's driving them so I think a lot of people mm. think very superficially and um, I think the ones that really achieve the success and stay in it for the long run know their real core why like the core reason why they want to achieve success in that area and what really surprises me, or not surprises me, but what really actually um, lights me up, man, is seeing young people like you, like you were 19 when you first, you know, started putting your books out, you got your, your book out now at 23, your second one, and there, there's something about that, man, it's like you've, you have that idea, and a lot of people have ideas, right, but it's about executing, it's about taking the action, so what really... Uh, pulled you towards your goals and what really fired you up enough to take the action to put these books out was it a why was it a certain why or was it yeah it was a certain why (laughs) it was a really certain why that that i wasn't a writer you know I, i first just first and foremost uh i failed junior English class in high school. I did really bad on my SATs. I got into college because of basketball and I never took writing classes in my three semesters in college. I couldn't write and (laughs) I wasn't qualified to be a writer. And I was inspired by this place called Lake Adilon where I first traveled. And Lake Adilon Guatemala, these huge rolling green hills that you that I came down on the back of the taxi, and the, this driver named Pablo is telling me, you know, and I can hardly understand him. He's showing me all these like beautiful corrugated metal shacks on the side of the roads where like these people live, and they're just standing on the street like smiling and waving at me, and we like head down into 
the village and its three San Pedro volcanoes that imploded on themselves and, and the rainwater formed this lake that's one of the largest in all of Central America. And we hop on the dinghy to this town. There's 12 little villages around the lake and you go by dinghy and I went to San Marcos. And we pull up on the dock and it's this old wobbly old dock and when we pull up there's all these kids there and the kids are so excited they're they're stoked to like see me and and they're smiling and they look so happy and it's so amazing but then I realize like these kids have holes in their teeth they have cuts like in their all on their arms they're wearing the same clothes every day but they're so happy. They're inspiring me. And, and we go through the town and I see a woman who's pregnant and doesn't have anywhere to live. And like, it's like, wow, that's crazy. But they're like still so happy. And like, it made me want to be the type of person that can uplift others the way that they just did by like just being there, you know, like they weren't like, they didn't like give me like, Hey, here's this. They didn't teach me anything through words. They just by their presence alone. And like, I, I wanted to try and like, I wanted to be someone because I saw how, how ha much happier they were than me for my life, you know? And so, and I also wanted to help them. And so my, I wanted to help build an orphanage. And, uh, so that's what I did with my first paycheck, actually, uh, for my first book, uh, Into the Wind. And uh, so that's why I wrote originally. That what I didn't, I literally, I was not a writer. Like, I was really bad at writing. And Penguin Random House is my publisher now. And so I believe at, in, at the core, it was, you know, I saw this opportunity to, I think, find purpose in, you know, uh, hopefully making someone's, uh, world brighter, you know, the way they made mine brighter. Um, and you know, so that was really a, a why that inspired me. Um, I believe that if I could create good work, then I could make good money out of it. Like that, that would come if I could just deliver good work. And so that's what inspired me. That's wonderful, man. So it sounds like you change your perspective on what it means to write. Because you went, yeah, you, you, like I used you, to, you had this story, right? Of, oh, you know, I wasn't very good in English, and like, I had the same thing as you, man. I, uh, I actually got an F, and the teacher called my parents in, and and <laughs> actually, I got I got busted for copying from somewhere off the internet. <laughs> How funny is that, right? And and I said to, I actually remember these words. I said to my my teacher, it doesn't really matter. I'm not. Why? Where would I use English anyway? I'm not interested in <laughs> writing for a newspaper or a magazine. And next thing, I'm running like one of the top self-development magazines. Like, <laughs> it's funny, right? It's funny. So, it, what happened was with you. From what I, my understanding is, is that you change your perspective on what it meant to write. And it wasn't just writing for the sake of writing a bunch of nonsense or or whatever somebody else wants you to write. You wrote from your heart, and you wrote to put your story out to share your message because you felt like it was something bigger than yourself something greater than you and that's really where it becomes so powerful because you're drawing off your why and you're also not sitting there going wait this isn't my strength you actually made it become your strength through the quality and the authenticity that you put out there and the value that you deliver to others so that's amazing man it's amazing you've done it at such a young age too i've got to say 
Thanks. Yeah, I, I, I believe that like when we feel inspired by like just something that we can break all of our limitation, like we transcend all the limitations and and all these dormant forces and just powers that we just didn't know we had within us become become active. So um, that's why I call the, the book The Purpose Principles too because I think to me uh, personally, I, I wanted to find my place in the world more than my status uh, just because I realized that that would fulfill me more, you know, uh, and I definitely have my financial goals and, 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 uh, and it's cool to have the title of, you know, like, Hey, I'm, I'm a writer, I'm an author and it's definitely cool. But, uh, I think, yeah, we can overcome anything if we, if, if we know why we're doing it. Yeah, that's great. Great advice, man. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now we're really into, you know, motivational, uh, sayings and inspirational quotes at addicted to success, as you probably know. What would you say has been your standout quote, like the standout lesson or standout line of advice that you've come across through your research or even just through your own self-development? So I asked Jack Canfield the same exact question two years ago before I even had the idea for the purpose principles. And it's been my mantra ever since. He said, uh, write it down, make it happen. And I looked at him after, I'm like, say something else like <laughs> that sucked <laughs> and uh he's like he just kind of looked at me and he's like yeah write it down make it happen uh you have within you the ability to achieve anything you desire or you wouldn't have had the desire in the first place and write it down make it happen that it, i've saw time and time again when we really do write it down and we just make it happen like strategy at the end of the day is going to go out the window just like take the first step you know like mlk says you can't see the full staircase so i write it down make it happen i can't stress enough i believe in the importance of of when i write my goals down uh great things happen excellent man excellent and what would you say is your favorite book like a book that's really impacted your life self-reliance by ralph waldo emerson it's the it's probably one of the least thrown out Classic. books on a, on a success podcast. Self-reliance, Ralph Waldo Emerson was a philosopher uh, and poet that really, he was, that was the first, if not the, one of the first kind of success, personal empowerment books that I ever read and it changed my life. It's a compilation of his essays on life and, and work and stuff. Yeah, beautiful. And we'll get the second last question here for you. And the question is, what song pumps you up? What song pumps me What's up? What's your theme uh, song, man? <laughs> dude, I got two that I really like. Uh, I like Make the Money by Macklemore. The chorus is Make the Money, Don't Let the Money Make You. Change the Game. Don't. I like that song. And I like this song. There's this artist. I, he's gonna he's gonna blow up. His name's Mod Sun. His his name stands for Movement on Dreams Stand Under None. And uh, he's a uh, just long hair hippie uh, 
rap rapper MC that writes really good lyrics. And I like this song by him right now called Gemstones. Gemstones by Mod Sun. I recommend everyone checks it out. I love it. Nice, man. I'm going to add it to my gym uh, playlist. Cool. Mod Sun. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, man. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that with us. And we wrap the interview up with this last question. And the question is, if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? <laughs> what would that last 30 seconds? Uh, yeah, here's, here's what I'd say. I'd say uh, if I was dying literally today right now, I'd say um, it's crazy I'm dying right now because four days ago I decided I was going to write my will because I thought that that would inspire me to live more in my time being. What I didn't realize was that I was going to be going out so soon. Now that I'm dying right now, I'll tell you the things that absolutely mean nothing to me. The numbers in my bank account, my status as a successful uh, author and artist, the likes on my Facebook, the numbers on my Twitter, and at the end of the day, I'm just wondering if I actually loved. Wow. Powerful stuff. Powerful, Jake. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you. Day, that was man, an all awesome comes question. Down, all comes down to love, man. All comes back to love and happiness. Yeah. Yep. It's very true. No, it's good. It sounds like you, um, you, you're you're not into the whole significance thing, which is great, man. I think that's the next level of success. I think that's a mature success where it's not just about significance. I mean, everyone kind of wants to feel like they have some sort of a value and people respect it and acknowledge it. But if you can kind of move to that next stage where you want to grow, where you want to contribute, you want to connect, that's, uh, that's next level stuff, man. So... Thank you, That's brother. Great. I appreciate it. It was really cool to be on your podcast. And, uh, you know, for anyone listening that I think we mentioned, this was a, I wrote this down on my whiteboard that's right behind me, uh, addicted to, to be on the Addicted Success podcast. And so uh, I'm, a I'm a testament to this, to this message that you're sharing, Joel. Excellent. So hear that, guys? Write it down, make it happen. From the words of Jake Ducey and Jack Canfield. <laughs> <laughs> i love it thank you so much jay and also uh where can they pick up your book purpose principles yeah um you can pick it up at uh I, i'm sure you have quite the global audience but yeah it's in it's in barnes and nobles and and you can get it at pretty much most of of any local bookstores too and online on amazon uh the purpose principles if you type in my name jake ducey uh, so yeah, pretty. I mean, pretty much most places. Uh, I'm excited. I'm actually touring Australia in the fall too. So uh, I'm gonna be Hell hitting yeah. you up and seeing if we can get together. Come and hang out, man. Come and hang out. I'd love that. But uh, yeah, if you got an have you got an Instagram? So with, you yeah, know, they can take a picture, or, you know, a selfie of them holding the book or something. <laughs> sounds <laughs> a bit awesome. sounds a bit corny, but it works, man. Like you know, people love that. So. No, I love that. Yeah, my Instagram, it's actually my its my favorite thing. I save them when people send them to me. I get most of them from Facebook. I save them. It's like, that's the coolest thing ever. So yeah, you can uh, you can reach me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Jake Ducey Author. D is in David, U-C-E-Y, Jake Ducey Author, at Jake Ducey Author. <laughs>